position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite... The deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to uh, episode 41 of the Best Linux Games Podcast. Uh, this is being recorded on, uh, Friday, August 7th, uh, 10.13 in the morning. Uh, of course, for broadcast, uh, you know, ostensibly broadcast with an air date, uh, of tomorrow. That would be, uh, Saturday, August 7th. Uh, I mean, August 8th, 2015. Um, got a lot of stuff to talk about this week. Um, more of a ranty show than, than usual, but, uh, we do have some new noteworthies. We got, a couple of we actually have three really really good deals including one which i i'm very glad to see um and if we have time we got a couple of features that i i really want to talk about but first we get to our top stories uh for the week um not much has happened this week in the uh, world of steam at least as far as i'm concerned and at least so far as i have seen um with the exception of a catastrophe stroke that befell me yesterday, and it, I mention this only because it really highlights, um, it's illustrative of when, okay, so Steam is really awesome, but when things go bad with Steam, they can go really fucking bad 
with Steam, you know, as we saw with like uh, titles like um, the most recent Batman game that got pulled and stuff like that. Um, and what I'm talking about specifically is like the way uh, Steam structures its store interface and especially the way it relates to Linux. So <laughs> our top story for this week is uh, yesterday. I'm, I almost did my impression of the cuttlefish guy, the dog man. Um, yesterday, kind of like Jimmy Stewart, you see, um, I don't want any things bought or sold or processed, I don't want any ground floors. Anyway, um, okay, I've lost my mind. Um, and we, we'll get into why I've lost my mind, uh, later on. But, uh, yesterday I found, uh, much to my great delight and total enjoyment, um, searching through the store for, uh, you know, recently released Linux games that were, you know, kind of, kind of dealish, kind of looked good, um, for the show. I saw that 3D Realms had come out with an insanely huge package. Almost as big as my own. No, um, almost as big as, like, my wildest dreams for what 3D Realms... For those of you who don't know what, uh, what 3D Realms used to be, back in the day when shareware was literally something that, you know, you either got on a disc from a friend, which in that case it was generally just straight-up piracy, or, because this is all pre-internet, or was something that you bought in a sleeve at the checkout counter, which actually contained floppy disks. Um, that's how id, you know, guys who made Doom, you know, uh, John Romero fucking made their fortunes, uh, using this model. There was a company called Apogee, which later became 3D Realms, and, uh, later became, you know, it's been consolidated into so many different companies. But anyway, these guys were responsible for a huge number of incredibly successful side scroll and, and just excellent side scrolling platformers and early games during this, uh, period of shareware that like really realistically predated, um, when, you know, you could use the internet to, 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 um, to reliably get anything. I mean, like, I, I, I don't remember the World Wide Web being around when I was playing, uh, Doom. Um, I do remember being around by the time I played Doom 2, right when it came out. But anyway, so, Apogee slash 3D Realms, some of the games that they made were, um, the original side-scrolling, uh, Duke Nukem games, uh, Monster Bash, which was another side-scroller, um, Death Rally, I think, was one of their top-down uh, racing games. Just fucking a huge stable of games. And so yesterday, I saw that they had come out with a huge package. It's something like 20-some-odd games. Um, the 3D Realm slash Apogee bundle. And it's like 40% off. So instead of it being 40 bucks, it's like $16 off, and it's like 24 bucks, Something like that. And... Lo and behold, it actually says that it has Linux support. It has a little Steam Play icon on it. And uh, I vet it very carefully, actually, before I buy it. I spent, like, maybe 20 minutes, you know, trying to... Because I'm like, there's no way that they fucking went back and fucking ported, you know, did anything to make these games compatible with Linux. Unless maybe Steam is swinging a big fucking heavy dick right now. Which I think it is, but anyway... You know, I think, I think it is just in terms of like, you know, its position in the marketplace, not that it's like actually actively pressuring anybody to do anything. So I get this fucking game 
And I have, at this point, I have built myself up into maybe, you know, some might say delusional expectations, you know, intentionally delusional expectations that any of these games will fucking work. Um, and of course, none of them do. None of them have any Linux support. And I ended up returning them this morning and I sent uh, Steve a nice little note um, asking them to please, for God's sake, for the love of God, this was one of the less egregious examples because there are 20 fucking titles in this, in this, in this, uh, one software package. But like a game like Psychonauts, which is one of my favorite games, you know, it's been made in like the last, I don't know, 12 years. Um, Psychonauts, which came to Steam or whatever forever ago, still says that it's compatible with Linux and I have yet to get to run on any of my Linux boxes. And so, like, that sort of stuff pisses me off. And with a with a title that's like, you know, the Apogee um, slash 3D Realms bundle really burns my ass that they can't make, that, 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 that not only that they don't vet it, but that no one fucking cares that, you know, it says that it does something that it doesn't. Now, that's the bad side. The great side is I already got my fucking money back. Think about this. Five months ago, I would have been shit out of fucking luck. I would have been like, told, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you bought it for the wrong operating system? Wow, you're a fucking idiot. Thanks for the money. <laughs> Come again, you know. So anyway, um, that's that's our top story for this week. Uh, do not get the 3D 3D Realms, you know, slash Apogee bundle, which is, it's a ridiculous value if only we could play it on Linux. Um, and I, I will, I'm anxiously going to be watching that actual um, package. I would gladly pay full price for it if they added Linux support. And I don't know, maybe they're planning on doing that later? Um, it's a lot of games, and I imagine they pushed it out in a hurry. Um, so, you know, we can only hope that maybe they will add... Because, I mean, the original Duke Nukem games were just amazing. The side-scrollers. Monster Bash. Fucking awesome game. Huge collection of great side-scrolling shooters that are just lurking right outside of reach. And, you know, I refuse to play anything, you know, via Wine or, or Steam streaming. At least I don't talk about any of that shit on this show. And I don't actually play any of those games. But I've, I've tried um, in-home streaming. It's amazing. It works great. But uh, we don't care about that because it's not real Linux. Anyway, so that's our top story. Now, before we get to uh, our new and noteworthy, I have to run a correction about last week. Um, I was talking about... Uh, workarounds for gamepad issues, uh, compatibility issues um, with the individual title that you're trying to play with an actual Xbox-style gamepad and all the problems that, you know, can happen and that I've experienced in the ways that I've worked around them. And I mentioned a utility that I called Q2Joypad, Q2Joy or something like that. The name of the utility is actually Q2Joypad. Uh, that would be uh, uh, Q is in Qbert. J is in Jimmy, O is in Ox, Y is in Yankee, P is in Papa, A is in Alfred, and uh, D as in Why? Because we demand it! Um, and for those of you who missed last week's show, QJoyPad is a utility that allows you to create um, profiles uh, that you're able to switch on the fly for any given input device that will uh, mimic uh, keyboard input when it'll trigger keyboard input from your actual controller so it's useful as a last ditch workaround so that's q joypad by the way and they have a, a source forge page they have a launch pad page where you can get like the ppa for it if you're running ubuntu 
Um, it's a great little program and it's, it's a pain in the ass to have to do. But when, you know, you got nothing else that you can turn to, um, it's, it's, it's great. Like I wouldn't be able to play Mercenary Kings without Q Joypad. So I just wanted to make sure that we got that straight. Now let's head straight into our new and noteworthy. Yes, indeed. Our first title, uh, for our new and noteworthy, is a fucking enigmatic one. It is called... Unfinished, an artist's lament. Now, this game tormented the fuck out of me because I saw it yesterday. And uh, I added it to my cart. You know, sometimes when you add things to your cart, they don't actually get added. Like, it forgets, you know, what you added to the cart and so blah. If you're listening to this anywhere near 10.33 a.m. on the Pacific Coast, um, Friday, August 7th, 2015, I defy you to open up your Steam client in Linux um, and go to the store and search for Unfinished and Artist's Lament, or even just for Unfinished or even just Artist and find this game. This game came out on August 4th, 2015, so it's brand new. And what it, three things really appealed to me about this game. It looks like a, uh, a stick figure, um, you, you play the part of an artist and his own creation, who's a little stick figure, as you, well, here's what they have to say. Hand-drawn 3D adventure game, help finish drawing sketch to realize who he was meant to be as he chases after the artist's pencil in a story of self-discovery of the art and his artist told in parallel featuring 2D character animation in a 3D environment. This game, does, I, I'm going to be very honest with you, the, the graphics in this game did not particularly impress me. It's the entire concept and the narrative of... It just spoke to me very much, you know, like, uh, uh, as a creative person myself, and I think, you know, we're all creative people, but, um, like, you know, I've worked on major projects where, like, I've, I've brought things to life um you know never like in a game sense but um in a in like you know in visual arts in in written music and stuff like that um and sometimes there is a real legitimate moment where you and your creation can be at odds or you're it's almost like you're having a dialogue with your own creation and that's what unfinished and artist lament looks like it's focused on that's the first thing that really got me. The second thing is that now through August 11th, it's 20% off at $3.99. And if you can't find it in your client, in the store, uh, in, in the store page on your client, Google it and it pops right up in Google and you can buy it through the web page and then remote install it on the machine that you're running. It makes no sense. But anyway, I'm very anxious to play this. So once again, this is Unfinished, An Artist's Lament. Um, and so far, uh, it's brand new, August 8th. Uh, and uh, Now through August 11th, so the next four days, it's 20% off at $3.99. That brings us to our next game uh, in our new and noteworthy, which would be GeoCore. Now, I'm going to be really honest. This is, there's a reason why this, this segment's called New and Noteworthy and instead of The Greatest Games Ever. Um, Geocore is very much in early access, but 
don't let's see, I don't remember what the uh, video was like. It's incredible visuals. Geocore is very very reminiscent of the good old days of Descent if you're of a certain age. Not Descent Free Space, but the old school Descent or Descent 2. Um, but with more limited and more um, mechanical um, environments. Like, it seems like you're always inside of a spaceship at this point. It's not like, you know, you're in some sort of mine. Um, it's a first-person game very much in... First-person shooter game very much in the vein of Descent um, with incredible graphics and support for uh uh 3D uh support for 3D headsets um currently it's in alpha it's very much in early access it came out uh it was released as early access on July 31st 2015 here's what they have to say geocore uh 60of gameplay setting the player free from the floor balanced multiplayer maps with stable and well tested netcode random single co-op layouts windows mac linux support and this is an alpha um the graphics for this game are really fucking pretty uh and it looks like they really know what they're doing in terms of um the physics engine uh for those of you who don't remember descent you're in a spaceship you can, you know, jinx left and right. Uh, it's like a, almost like a hovering spaceship, you know, blah. You can move forward, backwards. You can roll, and you have a number of weapon systems. Um, so check out Geocore, G-E-O-C-O-R-E, which I bought because I had to play it. I've only played it for like, you know, zero minutes, but whatever. Um, right now, well, actually, just Geocore straight up $9.99. Um I am definitely following this. This is a title to watch out for. So that's Geocore. Um, and we have a couple of funny games that uh, I I missed, I guess. Uh, the first one is a little expensive. Um, it's called Don't Be Patchman. Uh, P-A-T-C-H-M-A-N. And this is an isometric, um, <laughs> it looks like a very interesting game. It's a little expensive. It's still in early access. It came out July 31st, 2015, so it's only a week old. Um, it, uh, it's $14.99 in early access, but here's, you, go check out the video. It's an isometric, you know, uh, game. It looks like it has a lot of unique gameplay elements that are kind of, um, Sims-esque and also kind of making fun of the Sims and also kind of XCOM-esque and it's like it looks like a big mashup of a lot of different gameplay elements but I really wanted to feature it on this week's episode because I had to laugh. Here's the entire ad copy for Don't Be Patchman. Help Patchman rescue the sheeple, that's S-H-E-E-P-L-E, which are sheep people, from enslavement by the drone army. A sneak-and-grow adventure featuring real-time isometric action. Okay, so that right there almost earned it 15 bucks. Next week, I'm definitely getting it at 15 bucks. Real-time isometric action. I'm sold. 
<laughs> it's just it's fucking hilarious. So that that's don't be Patchman. Um, and then uh, another game that's in early access that uh is also fifteen dollars and ninety nine cents. Mm. As I light my first cigarette of the day, um, I've been quitting smoking, so this is like I'm. I may actually become instantaneously high right now. So if I just, <laughs> that's why. Oh yeah, lightheadedness. Um, we have another game in early access called Sheltered Family Comes First. Uh, and that's S-H-E-L-T-E-R-E-D. Let's, let's see some of this video. We will face this wasteland together as a family. So Sheltered is a, uh, uh, <laughs> I love the term pixel trash. Uh, it's, it was so, so demeaning. Um, it's a, it's a, uh, side scrolling, uh, pixel based, um, well, here's what they have to say. It's a, sheltered is a post apocalyptic disaster management game that gives a whole new meaning to the term nuclear family. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, okay, you deserve to die just for that joke. You must gather as many supplies as possible en route to the concrete underground shelter that will soon become your family home for the foreseeable dreary future. And this came out August 4th, 2015. Um, so only three days old. It's already gotten very positive user reviews at 97 reviews. It's 15 bucks. It's early access. It looks dark. I'm not particularly excited about it. Um, I'm a huge fan of Fallout, but Oh, I used to be a huge fan. Fallout 2 is my favorite game of all time. But this game just doesn't quite pump my nads. I'll wait till it comes out of early access. Um, and then check it out. But, uh, mm. Very pretty side scrolling, uh, RPG set in a inventory management pre post apocalyptic disaster management scenario. So that is Sheltered Family Comes First. And uh, there are a bunch of other games I really wanted to mention this week, but we're kind of running out of time. So uh, I think that we'll, we'll, we'll call our new and noteworthy a day with that. Um, so in reverse order, we had Geo, uh, we had Unfinished uh, and Artist uh, Lament. I think that's what it's called. Oh, God. My, I can't find it again. This is ridiculous. Um, yeah, unfinished and artist lament, which is, you know, portrays a, a two-dimensional relationship between you and your stick figure creation and the creative process as it discovers who it is, what it wants to be, and what it wants from you, etc. Um, as a visual artist, um, and then we had Geocore, which is very much in very very early alpha, um, but is Gorgeous. That's the, the descent looking like first person spaceship shooter where you're in tunnels, um, on a bigger ship fighting other stuff. And then we had, uh, we mentioned Don't Be Patchman, which features real isometric action. I mean, if that doesn't make you want to buy the game just for fucking hilarious ad copy right there, then, you know, I don't know what's wrong with you. And, uh, we rounded out with Sheltered. I really wanted to talk about, uh, Revolutionary Play Space, um, Starship Rubicon, Dungeon Souls, Ninja Pizza Girl, 
the fact that there's a retro booster free demo that I have not been able to download for Linux. That's retro booster. Check out that game. Um, but we have no time for any of those. We're barely going to have time for the deals, actually. I was going to do a whole feature on the Inform 7 uh, compiler and how fucking awesome it is to be able to write your own text-based adventure games that are fully featured and use actual sense-making uh, syntax to the point where I could literally teach a five-year-old to write their own game. But we have no time for Inform 7. Um... Which has come a long fucking way, baby, since the last time I looked at Inform. Which is like eight years ago, nine years ago. Wasn't Inform 7, I don't think. And it was, it was, it was nothing like it is now. I'm writing two different text-based adventure games, um, in Inform 7. They're, it's fucking unbelievable. I mean, it's a joy. It's an absolute joy. It's ridiculous. Um, you're standing in a field. But anyway! So we have no time for any of that. Oh, uh, the Ark server. Um, is down right now, temporarily, possibly permanently. Um, I need better fucking admin controls. I, you know, I have to wait until at least I, I have some finer grain uh, over the permissions that I can give to people because I can't be on there all the time and people want to invite their friends, which is fine, but I need to be able to give some limited aspects of administrative, administrative privileges to other people without having to fucking grant everything and give away my password, which necessitates, you know, fucking setting up a temporary password so that they don't know my real fucking password and then restarting the server from SSH, which is a pain in the ass. So right now, our, our ARC server is is currently in demi-stasis, semi-hiatus. Um, but yeah, we'll talk more about that and, and uh, inform 7 next week. But now, for the first week in many, many weeks, we have the deals with music. Cue it, Ivor. First off, we have a game that I really, really have enjoyed the living fuck out of. And I don't think, I think it's unfortunate that it hasn't become more popular, or at least as popular as it should be. Invisible Ink. That's I-N-V-I-S-I-B-L-E uh, space I-N-C as in Invisible Incorporated. Um, the isometric uh, stealth-based espionage, turn-based espionage, corporate espionage, um, XCOM-esque, very deep, very beautiful, very well-made, very well, very well-constructed, and incredibly fun to play. Invisible Ink right now, and this game has not gone on sale at all since it came out, is for, it's, it, to, my, to my memory, is 40% off right now through August 10th at $11.99. So that's almost half off, and it is totally fucking worth $12. Um, the, it, it innovates in, in so many different tiny ways that all add up to this... Um, game that is both like really familiar and very easy to learn how to play but also very complicated very challenging and only gets more and more rewarding as you continue to play it so that's invisible ink 40 percent off 11 dollars 99 cents now through august 10th um up next is a game that like i i've wanted to get for forever but have just never found it on sale you know to this extent at least 
Jump Jet Rex. That's J-U-M-P-J-E-T space R-E-X. Um, is 67% off right now through August 10th. It's a side-scrolling uh, platformer where you play a dinosaur um, who has uh, jump jets, uh, essentially. Um, tremendously popular. Very a big fan favorite. I have yet to play it. I just got it this morning. Um, but yeah, Jump Jet Rex, which is very rarely on sale that I, you know, that I can remember. At least it hasn't been on sale in like the last six months uh, that I can remember. Um, it's 67% off now through August 10th at $4.94. So if you have a jump, if, if you're looking for a side-scrolling platformer, very traditional. Speaking of Apogee, you know, the 3D Realms, you know, package Apogee. If that gave you blue balls, then maybe Jump Jet Rex can help you out in that department. And finally, um, in our uh, new in, uh, in our in our deal section, um, I, I'm almost I, I don't know reticent, uh, hesitant. Um, I am definitely hesitant, um, but I'm, uh, I'm I'm almost I almost consider eliminating this from uh, our our list of deals this week. Um, because it's not a game that I particularly like, but other people seem to really, really like it. Uh, and maybe I haven't given it enough, enough time according to my Steam log. It says like I've only played it for like five minutes. Um, but this is a game that came out February 14, 2013. It's called Paranautical Activity. P-A-R-A-N-A-U-T-I-C-A-L Activity. And it's a... Um, well, here's what they have to say. Com uh, Paranormal Activity combines the classic first-person shooter action of games like Doom and Quake with the randomness and difficulty of modern roguelikes like Binding of Isaac and Spelunky. And it kind of does. It's a first-person shooter that's, like, you know, procedurally generated. It has different character classes and stuff and different weapons. And it's, it's all got this very, uh, kind of kitschy, um, voxel-based, you know, demi-Minecraft look to it. Um, as a cute sense of humor, it just did not light my fire. Um, but anyway, regardless of whatever I think of Paranautical Activity, uh, now through August 10th, it is 66% off, down from $10 to $3.39. So how fucking wrong can you go? You know, if you want to take a chance on a new first-person shooter uh, that's procedurally generated, kind of Minecrafty. Um, and it has a unique perspective and check out Paranautical Activity 66% off $3.39 now through August 10th and then to recap our other two deals that we had we had uh, Jump Jet Rex a side-scrolling platformer where you're a dinosaur who jump jets 67% um, off $4.94 now through August 10th and uh, let's start off you, seriously if you have any interest in even just the genre definitely look into Invisible Ink. Um, that's uh, INC is an incorporated 40% off $11.99 now through August 10th. Fabulous game. One of the better games that I've played uh, in in the last you know half a year or so. And then uh, to just a real fast uh, talk about a couple other things. Uh, RCRproject.com uh, the Radio Control Room Project uh I've been spending a lot of time uh, doing a lot of things for RCR right now. If you want to run your own automated radio 
automa automated, programmatically generated, um, sounds like real radio, streaming radio, using your own files, check out rcrproject.com. Um, and if you want to hear, depending on the time of day right now, because like our demo station is actually going through an entire revamp in terms of like the actual schedule that uh, it runs on, because I'm making huge changes, but uh, it should be running. Uh, that'd be www.rfihc, R-F-I-H-C, Radio Free Eye Has the Craft, uh, .com. Uh, you can also find us on TuneIn Radio, meaning you can play us on uh, your Amazon Echo, which I fucking love, uh, or your Roku, which I fucking love, uh, or, you know, you can just open us up in any web browser or on your phone or whatever um, and just play us straight from HTML and uh, check us out. Once again, Blue Wizard is not yet available on Amazon, but we're still working on it. <laughs> it's coming, guys. It's coming. I promise. And other than that, um, check us out next week when we have... I've been writing a special Inform pro, uh, a special text-based adventure game in Inform 7 to demonstrate specifically over the air, through the magic of radio, using your ear holes instead of your eye holes, using your imagination, harnessing that unlimited, unlimited dynamo, that the power, unlimited power of your imagination, where the pictures are always better. Um, I will demonstrate next week why the Inform 7 compiler, if you've ever wanted to write your own text-based adventure game, why now is the time and why Inform 7 is the tool for you. But all that and more and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Cheers. Thanks for listening. And I will see you next Saturday with more of the best Linux games. Cheers, folks. Bye-bye. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.